We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No day fans, welcome to a special edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It is early here on Wednesday morning, at least early for me. It's about 9.30 on Wednesday morning, and we're going to talk a little bit of recruiting. We haven't talked recruiting in a while at Notre Dame, here at the Irish Breakdown, but today we're going to talk some recruiting because Notre Dame has picked up a big 2023 commitment by the name of Cedric Irvin Jr. Now, if that name sounds familiar to some of you Notre Dame fans who are my age, around my age, or older, that is because he is the son of former Michigan State running back Cedric Irvin Sr., who played against Notre Dame in 1997 and 1998, both Michigan State wins, and he went over 100 yards both times. So uh, obviously comes from a great lineage, but Notre Dame has picked up 2023 running back Cedric Irvin Jr. Cedric plays at Gulliver Prep in Miami. Very, very, very good academic school. And if you listen to his announcement today, obviously academics were a big part of this. From what I'm what I was told, this actually, you know, his final four was Notre Dame, Oregon, Stanford, and Michigan State. Obviously, Michigan State felt that they had a shot because his dad played there. What I was told, this was essentially going to come down to Notre Dame or Stanford. This is a young man that was looking to go to an academic school. So uh, big, big pickup for Notre Dame. And we're going to talk about his game. We're going to talk about what this means for Notre Dame. We're going to talk about sort of what's next when it comes to running back recruiting, and then hopefully we'll be able to get Brian Smith on here in a little bit and uh, get Brian's thoughts on this. And and uh, I want to get Brian's thoughts on just overall what the what it means for Notre Dame to be able to go into the state of Florida and have the success that they've had in recent seasons because that's been something that uh, you know Notre Dame's recruiting strategy in the state of Florida has been a little interesting over the years. You know, it's obviously a, certainly a priority for Notre Dame when Brian Kelly first got here. Then there went through a stretch where, you know, they, they, they uh, let's just say they didn't have a lot of success with some of the kids they got from Florida. Didn't quite pan out. And, and there were some other issues from the state of Florida. Uh, Notre Dame clearly de-emphasized the state of Florida, started putting more emphasis on California and the, the mid-Atlantic and the state of Georgia. Now you're seeing Notre Dame going back into Florida, but doing so in a little bit more strategic fashion. And it's really paid off well for Notre Dame. They now have two kids committed. So they have five commitments in the 2023 class now. 
Cedric Irvin's jo- Cedric Irvin Jr. joins tight end Cooper Flanagan as the other offensive commit. He also joins defensive ends Keon Keeley and Brennan Vernon, who are two top 100 players. And then, of course, you have Adon Schuler, who is a safety from New Jersey. Now, obviously, as I said, Cedric Irvin is the second player from Florida. He joins Keon Keeley, who is, I'm telling y'all, he has not even begun to blow up as a recruit. I, I won't be shocked, in my opinion, if at some point in time, Keon Keeley becomes a five-star. He is that good. Cedric Irvin is ranked as the number 81 player in the country, according to Rivals. He's around 205, according to 247 Sports. I would view him kind of in the middle of those two. But he is the third player in this class already out of five to be ranked as a top 100 recruit by at least one recruiting service. Notre Dame is ranked. uh, They have the number two recruiting class in the 2023 class right now, which goes with a 2022 class that currently ranks number one by rivals and number two by 247 Sports. So recruiting is really rocking and rolling at Notre Dame right now. And uh, it's good to see the offensive staff get on the board a little bit in the 2023 class. Obviously the first three commitments were all defensive players, but the last two have been on the offensive side of the ball. Cooper Flanagan being the most recent prior to Cedric Irvin. So certainly a big commitment for Notre Dame. We're going to dive a little bit into, uh, into Cedric Irvin, but I, I think the best way to really kick this off is, is you know, like I said, we're going to go over the film. We're going to talk about his game, talk about how he fits at Notre Dame. Uh, we're going to get into sort of what's next of the position and, and all that type of stuff. But I think it's best to start off with just diving into the film. And let's take a look at what Cedric does. I think you're going to really like what this young man brings to the table. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, the first thing that, that he's a, he's built, for those that remember his dad, he's built a lot like his dad. You know, his dad was short, but but strong. Cedric is, the, again, a sophomore film. If you see some junior clips of him, you're going to see that he's already put on some weight. Uh, he's about 185 now. He's he's very athletic build. He's strong runner, and it's only going to get stronger as he gets older and really fills out. But he's going to, he's a strong runner. He's in a really efficient runner, and you could you could see it there. He's got really nice feet. You know, I wouldn't call him like a super electric guy. He's a put the foot in the ground and cut kind of guy, as you see right there. Real efficient runner, doesn't waste a lot of movement when he runs. And the thing I like about him is, look, he's a good athlete. He's not an elite athlete. He's got good speed. He doesn't have great speed. But because he's so efficient and he's got such great vision, he's able to play as fast as possible. I want to go back to that run right there. 
And this is exactly what I'm talking about. He's a really smart runner. Watch him set this block up. So this is what this is a perfect example of setting up a block. He strings it outside, gets that cornerback to widen out, and then he immediately, bam, cuts right inside as soon as his receiver makes that block, gets inside. That Look at that second-level anticipation. He makes that cut, sees that guy, bam, makes another cut, runs through it. That's really good vision, really good vision for that young man. And you see that a lot of that. And he, he doesn't waste a lot of motion. He just, He's a really good football player. And now this is something, too, that we, we've seen this more in the summer than we have on film. They don't throw to him a ton in high school. But we've he's got really good hands. He's a kid that I think can play some in the slot. You know, not not like Kyron Williams, more of a traditional running back in the slot. Look at those feet. Look at those feet. Look at that move. That jump cut is really impressive. That is, and then the burst right back outside. Look at that balance. That's when you talk about why is it important for a running back to have balance. It's this right here. The ability to make cuts and then immediately get back on track, make another cut, and just accelerate. Guys without great balance, you can make that cut, but then it takes you a couple steps to really get back get into your running groove. With Cedric, that's not an issue. That's really great footwork there. Really efficient runner. No wasted movement. He doesn't dance just to dance. If he, he, he makes cuts with purpose. I really like that about him. Nice blocking by the line there. <laughs> Give the line credit for that one. That's uh, There was nobody. Oops, let's get back to that. Nobody near him on that particular run. That's when that's when running back is easy. Nobody touches you. Really good push. And but the thing I like about it is he gets right behind it. He just goes. He just hits that hole and he just gets he's gonna get what he can get. Very smart football player. Thing is, as a sophomore too, he only got to play only got to play six games be, because of uh, you know, obviously COVID shortened season. That's another example of, of the balance I'm talking about. You can see him making moves there. Let's get back to that. This this is you got people diving at your ankles. You're able to make cuts, bounce it out, get right back on your track, doesn't waste any motion. That's great, great balance. Great balance. And again, it's it's that combined with his vision that that allow him to be a, a really effective running back, despite the fact he doesn't have elite physical tools. He's not He's not elite, doesn't have elite size. He doesn't have great speed. He doesn't have great athleticism. Nothing about him is great from that standpoint. He's just a really smart runner. Reminds me a little bit of Torian Folston coming out of high school. I'd say Cedric maybe it's a step faster. Torian was a step quicker. Just really, look at that. I mean, that's just a smooth, quick cut. Really like this kid as a runner. And if you guys could see what I'm looking at right now. So Vince joined the chat. He's not going to actually be talking today because he's in class. But he's staring at his monitor. So all I see is his forehead. And it's freaking me out a little bit. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Vince won't be in the show with us today because he is in class. But that's what Vince does in class. He watches the show. He watches film. <laughs> I hope I didn't get him in too much trouble. <laughs> Here's another screen pass. Again, I, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see them use him more out of the backfield as more as a runner. Or excuse me, as a pass catcher. I like that leg drive. I really think he could be effective uh, as a. And that's the thing is, I see him at, at least early in his career. I could see him definitely being a, a really effective third down weapon because he is short. He's strong. 
I'll, I'll be willing to bet you be willing to bet you a case uh, of uh, of Mountain Dew that he's going to be a, a a willing blocker. You know, a kid that'll step on a block. I see him being a really effective third down weapon at le- at the very least early in his career. Here's more screen game, getting him out in space. And look, he catches that ball and he just gets vertical. He's not looking to make moves. He's just going to keep going until he's got to make a move. No wasted motion with this kid. He's been clearly well-schooled, well-taught, knows how to play the game. I'd like to see him get the ball in the outside arm. He's a. It looks almost an exclusively right-handed ball carrier, which is perfectly fine when he's running to the right because his, his stiff arm hand is inside. But I, I'm a big believer in, in guys – Keeping getting the ball in their outside arm, so that way the inside hand is always free to um, use a stiff arm. So that is sophomore film of Cedric Irvin Jr. There's no game film yet of him as a junior. There's a couple highlight clips that 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 I've looked at. He seems to have gotten a little bit a little bit more of a burst as a junior, and he hits that ground. He hits the hole, and he's got just a little bit more juice coming out of his break from what I've seen so far on film. So. A really, really talented player. And we did get a super chat to start the show. I do want to pull that up. So I appreciate that very much. Triple Deck Post says, Notre Dame won't lose championships for lack of talent. They are recruiting with the best. Great get 2023 is off to an amazing start. No question about that. So uh, appreciate the super chat. And and your comment is spot on. I mean, look, Notre Dame is is going into Florida and getting kids. They're going into Georgia and getting kids. They're getting kids out of Texas a little bit. They're going out to California and beating, you know, USC and Oregon for for West Coast kids, especially California kids. So, you know, they're really taking advantage of the on-field success that they've had on the recruiting trail. Now they need to continue winning and so they can con- continue to take advantage of that, but this is certainly a big pickup for Notre Dame and getting Cedric Irvin. So let's kind of talk about what the impact of this commitment is for Notre Dame. And we're going to look at it in a couple ways. Number one, let's look at it from a pure running back standpoint. So Notre Dame took two running backs in the 2021 class. Obviously, they took Logan Diggs and Audric Estime. They took uh, one running back in the 2022 class so far, Jadarian Price, who's off to a great senior season, by the way. If you have not had a chance to watch Jadarian Price's senior season film so far, you need to do so. He is off to a great start so far. And then there was kind of a conversation of, okay, so what do you do next? You need another back. So do you do you bring a second back in in 2022? Do you bring in a second back in 2023? Do you do a little bit of both? I don't know if Notre Dame is going to have the room to bring in two in 22 and two in 23. Some of that's going to depend on, you know, the NCAA maybe changes some rules here in the next couple of years to expand scholarships a little bit. But right now, if we're working off of the 85, I don't know if they can do that. What I think this does is now you've got Cedric Irvin in this class. I think it gives you just some a decision. To, okay, do we want to go after Quinshawn Junkins? You know, do we want to have to go, you know, go after another 2022 back or do we focus on the 2023 class? And I think depending on, on how the roster shakes out, maybe you could end up doing both. But I think what I would do right now is if I'm Notre Dame is getting Cedric Irvin, it gives you, okay, we've got it back in 2023. It allows you to really zero in on that next back. Okay, so you've got you've got your dual threat back. You've got the guy that can run between the tackles, can get outside, a guy that can catch the football. You've kind of got your dual threat back. Now you look at the the running back class and say, okay, well, what's next is now you focus on that big time back. Now you focus on that 
that really stud complimentary player to him and see if you can get him. And so what I think this does for Notre Dame in the 2023 class is it allows them to now narrow their focus. And that's important because you can now really start to get a feel for where do you stand with Justin Haynes, right? Where do you stand with Jaden Lamar? Where do you stand, uh, you know, with some of these backs that you're going after to say, hey, look, uh, Cedric Baxter is another one uh, that that I know for a fact Cedric Baxter likes Notre Dame. He was a former Florida State commit. He was at the Notre Dame-Florida State game. He, he's a kid that Notre Dame likes a lot and a kid that that has expressed interest to people that I know that have talked to him. He's from the Orlando area about legitimate interest in Notre Dame. So, uh, you know, obviously Notre Dame has also looked at Caden Fegan, who is, who's being recruited as a running back early on, but, but a guy that's sort of an athlete. So what this allows you to do by getting Cedric Irvin is it allows you to zero in on your top guys. Okay. And then the second part of it is it allows you to kind of maybe have some more serious conversations with kids that you maybe wouldn't have had otherwise because of the fact that you have a back next to, Hey, look, we, we've got to know if you're serious or not. And then what that'll allow them to do is, is narrow their board even more. And, and what that means is when you, when you still have a need for two backs, you you have to be careful that you don't push too hard because you don't want to have guys go off the board. You have to expand your list. You have to keep finding guys because, you know, you, you look, you need two guys. Well, now you've got one of those guys. So what it allows you to do is say, okay, well, there's certain guys that were just that are off the board now. We're like, all right, we, we, we weren't going to take Cedric Irvin and this kid over here. And so you focus now on your top guys. But but in doing so, now with Cedric in the class, you can now you can now ask some more pertinent questions to find out if this kid is really serious about you or not. And those two things combined are what should allow Notre Dame to really figure out who really does like them and who doesn't and allow them to zero in on that second running back in the class. So that from a running back standpoint, that's what I think that means. Here's another thing that, that, that I want to talk about in, and I don't believe this is why the staff went after Cedric Irvin Jr. at all. I don't want to take anything away from this young man. They, they've liked him for a while. And, and the staff, they offered him in November of 2020. They had been on him for a while. And, and that's impressive when you consider, you know, they weren't able to get on the road the year before and go see kids. But they, they've liked Cedric Irvin Jr. for a while. He is a teammate of Jalen Brown who is one of the best football players in the 2023 class. He's a wide receiver, also goes to Gulliver Prep, also a big-time academic kid. You know, again, if you go to Gulliver, Gulliver Prep, you're not going there just for football. You're going there for football and academics. It's an outstanding prep school. So you've got a teammate of his now. I don't think that hurts. I'm not saying that's why they got Cedric Irvin Jr. I don't think that's it. I think they got Cedric Irvin Jr. because they like Cedric Irvin Jr. But I don't think it hurts that he's also a teammate of, of a guy that you view as a as one of the, in my opinion, the best players in the country. So certainly certainly a good pickup for Notre Dame in that regard. Um, I, I think that this puts them in a – but I tell you what, this 2023 class really is getting off to a great start. You know, we've got some comments in here. Uh, Anthony Solomon says this 2023 class could be special. And, Anthony, you are not wrong. I mean, it. you've got – it's not just the players they have. I mean, obviously you have Brendan Vernon and Keon Keeley at red defensive end. 
you, who, both top 100 recruits. You've got Adon Schuler, who's a top 200 recruit at safety. You've got Cooper Flanagan, who's a top 200 recruit at tight end. You've now got Cedric Irvin, who's a two top, top 200 caliber player at running back. You're off to a very, very good start, but it also – you're going into the backyard of some some places where you haven't necessarily had success. You know, you've got a commitment at tight end from a kid from De La Salle. You know, look, that's just not a school that Notre Dame has had a ton of success with in the past. They just haven't. You know, they haven't been very – they haven't had a lot of success at modern day in De La Salle. Well, now you got you got Isaiah Foskey – from De La Salle in twenty in the 2019 class, I believe the last guy they got from De La Salle was, I believe, Derek Landry, which tells you how long it had been. They hadn't landed a player from modern day, I believe, since Mike McNair. Uh, so it had been a while. Brad Williams, I think, and Mike McNair were the last two guys they got from, from modern day. So now in a four-year stretch, you've now got commitments from three players from those West Coast powers, obviously Cooper Flanagan also being from De La Salle. And then in t- the 2022 class, you got C.J. Williams from Modern Day. So I, I think that's a great sign for Notre Dame. And then you look down in Florida. And look, Florida's an interesting state because there's a lot of kids down there that don't fit the Notre Dame profile. And it can be hard to kind of wade through some of that to find that player. And I understand some of the apprehension that Notre Dame has had because guys they've brought up from Florida have gotten in some trouble and things haven't always worked out. I mean, you look at Dexter Williams got in trouble. Tavon Coney got in some trouble. Kevin Stefferson got in trouble. Uh, Aaron Lynch got in trouble. I mean, the, the Kevin Austin was suspended for a season. There's been a lot of those kids that have, have had some issues. And so Notre Dame just decided to, okay, we're just going to stop recruiting that state a little bit. And now they're back to it, which is smart. And But they're back to it saying, hey, look, there's kids down there that do fit our profile. Some of them are private school kids. Some of them aren't. You know, I'm, uh, Joseph, Joe Wilkins Jr. I mean, that kid is – that's a Notre Dame kid. There's no question about it. But his profile didn't necessarily – wouldn't make you think he was a Notre Dame kid based on the stereotypical what makes a Notre Dame kid. But Joe is a Notre Dame kid despite being a public school kid. And then in this class, or last year's class, you know, Naples, Florida is another public school where they got Devin Moore. On the 2023 class, they got two prep, pr- private school kids. You have Keon Keeley from Berkeley Prep, and now you have uh, Cedric Irvin Jr. from, from Gulliver Prep. So they're being really smart and, and strategic with who they're going after in the state of Florida. And they're not just focusing in on the private school kids, which I think is smart. They're, they're looking for the right kind of player and the right kind of person but they're they're more open to the fact that hey sometimes these kids are going to come from different places and and I like that because I think that gives Notre Dame a chance to say hey look let's really be open minded about where these kids are let's go look for these kids let's find these kids and let's get these kids but the other thing is it does not hurt you when you're going to recruit the next kid from Florida that you've already got Keon Keeley and Cedric Irvin in the class it's not going to hurt you with you know, obviously Jalen Brown, that this is going on. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get those guys, but it certainly helps. And when you look at the state of Florida in the 2023 class, there are still several players from the state that I know that Notre Dame definitely, definitely wants to take a look at in this class. You know, obviously we mentioned Jalen Brown. Carnell Tate's in the state of Florida now, even though he's an Illinois kid. He's at IMG Academy. Uh, you look at the offensive line, TJ Shanahan is a guy that Notre Dame is looking at from the state of Florida. 
Uh, he's a very good football player. Uh, he, he's a guy that Notre Dame likes. He transferred to Texas this year, but he's a guy that, that originally was from Florida. Uh, John Walker is a defensive tackle from Florida that Notre Dame is looking at. Derek LeBlanc is a player from Florida that, that has visited Notre Dame. Uh, he's a DND tackle kind of kid. He's another guy that they're looking at. Uh, sure, uh, see here. A couple of these guys actually have left. I know that uh, Malik Muhammad was in, at IMG for a minute. Samuel Pemba is is a guy that's that's playing at, uh, at at IMG now. He's a guy that is, I believe, I believe Tom Loy re, uh, reported that he's going to be visiting for the Cincinnati game. And then, of course, you've got Cedric Baxter, who I talked about earlier, who's a, a running back that Notre Dame is looking at. So there's still a lot of guys on the board from the state of Florida that Notre Dame is is pushing for and looking at. And I don't think it hurts that you've got these two kids in the class.